all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized? Aaron Jones is still the top of the list. I don't care what you know, Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Okay, most of the time. Almond specifically up. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. And just like that, Jason Wilde, there are reports. Seems to be a lot more churning up over the last 24 hours, Jason, than we've had in the last week or so. How are you doing today? I'm great. You guys mind if I walk the dogs while we talk? No. I'm running a little bit late this morning. No, that's so. great. Let's uh, go listen. potty, guys. Come on, let's go potty. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm the queen of multitasking. I'm all about efficiency. So if you can get two things done at once, that is a win. Um, yeah, so, Jason. Two dogs, that makes three things. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo overnight. Last yep. night when I saw that. Really? Yeah. So you did not get much sleep because I saw that when I woke up this morning, that was at like midnight. Yeah, it was a ballet night, so we made the uh, back-and-forth drive, and then I drink too much caffeine to stay awake because I have such precious cargo of Maddie and the dogs that I uh, then I struggle to kind of calm down once I get home. So, yeah, it was about 12.15 about when I fell asleep last night. So, yeah, yeah, that was, that was something. You know what that means, you guys? You know what that means? It means the Packers gave them permission. If, if true, gave them permission to seek other opportunities. Thank you for your service. Right. We wish Aaron and I guess they wouldn't say we wish Aaron and his family the best because, well, they would just say we wish Aaron the best. So we'll see. Not um, so, so, Jason, you I, know him. How does he process that? If a team tells you, a franchise quarterback, that you can go look for a trade, how does he take that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, I... There are times when I think he I don't I don't want to say full intelligence because that's not right. But I, I there are certain things that he portrays as showing how smart he is that I would personally disagree with. Um, but he's a really smart guy. I mean, I, you know, I've known the guy for almost 20 years now, and he's extremely perceptive and intelligent and all those things. So I I, I mean I think. I don't think he um, is taken by surprise by any of this. I don't think he, um, I don't think he didn't see this possibility coming. Obviously, and, and look again, I I personally think he has had some serious missteps in the way he's handled things. Like I thought that uh, Pebble Beach thing was a terrible look for him. I mean, he had to go on McAfee a few days later and acknowledge that he's still under contract with the Packers and he's not a free agent. He behaved like a free agent. Mm-hmm. He soaked in all the adulation of fan bases uh, begging him to come to their team, right? And I thought, God, this is, I don't like the way this looks for you, man. But again, you know, there are certain things that we all do things that our friends or people that care about us say, uh, not sure I would have done that if I was you, but 
he, he knew this was a possibility. Now, the part that I, I still would like to know, and, you know, I, I'm not sure if Goody was going to acknowledge much of anything in Indianapolis, but I would have really liked to have discussed with him what parameters there would be, what expectations there would be, uh, under what circumstances would it be the right fit for him to stay, right? Because that was the quote that Goody said, I think, to Tim Van Voren when he was asked about Rodgers, do you want Rodgers to be your quarterback next season? Um, I, I would like to know what that was, or if there just wasn't one, and that was the polite way of saying there wasn't one. I don't know the answer to that. I would like to ask that. Uh, and now I don't know if he's going to, you know, if he ends up with the Jets, I don't know if he'll ever get the chance to ask that. But to me, I, I still believe this, and I am, uh, you can mark the tape, Ashton, uh, but I personally would rather have Aaron Rodgers under the parameters of, we need better leadership from you. You need to adjust to having all these young guys around you. We need you at the off-season program, not because you need to run these plays for the five millionth time. We need it because they need it. Uh, these are important things to us. We still think you give us the best chance to win, and we want you to finish your career as a Packer, but we can't have what we had last year. And I thought, you know, uh, there was a piece by Mike Silver on Valley Sports, uh, I don't know if they're still around, but the, the, that was where it was at. And he, he basically said that, you know, they felt he had low-effort leadership and it really rubbed the team the wrong way that he didn't come to the off-season program. Now, that, that, we all knew that. We all agree with it, frankly. Um, even Tausch came around to that, that that was wrong of him not to come. So I, I still think that that is the best way forward in my opinion, and you, you can, you can give Jordan love the, the $20 million, uh, 50 year option, because if Rogers came back in 23 and played great, uh, then you'd have another mess on your hands for next off season. And maybe you're just sick of it. But the, the thing that I keep thinking about, and then I'll stop the soliloquy as uh, the dogs pee is this, the Aaron Rodgers transition Worked out really well. Yes, they went 6-10 and 10 in 2008. But Brett Favre did not win a Super Bowl with the Vikings, and the Packers did in 2010. But we were teetering on the brink, and I think Rodgers was going to be a great player regardless. But we teetered on the brink of that working out as possibly as badly as it could have, right? Mm -hmm. Because Favre is a dumb interception away from a Super Bowl berth, with a team that still hasn't won a Super Bowl, and he would have been the greatest Viking ever, surpassing Ragnar uh, and Fran Tarkenton by leading them to a title. And then let's not forget, yeah, Aaron Rodgers led them to a Super Bowl title the next year. They needed to win their last two games just to get in as the sixth seed. Like, a couple of things don't go their way, like Deshaun Jackson, and they don't even get in the playoffs that year. And my point is, is that I think the odds of everything falling their way are really small. I think Jordan Love, if I had to pick, is he more likely to be Aaron Rodgers or Mitch Trubisky? I think you know my answer to that. And I do think 
that there are a lot of Packers fans that are sick of Rodgers' crap, and I totally understand it. There are things about him I'm sick of, too. But not to be the old guy, but I lived through the 70s and 80s in this state growing up on the south side of Milwaukee, and I know how fortunate I am to have covered the Packers from 1996 through 2023 instead of covering them from 1976 to 2003 and how many losing seasons and crappy teams I would have covered. I I, I hope it's not the case, but if they're moving on from him, um, there is the possibility. Not everything works out great for every team when they make a major change. There is the possibility that this goes sideways and we're going to experience a downturn just by the law of averages, that is not going to be fun. And it is going to test all those folks that claim, oh, if you gave me one Super Bowl title every 10 years, I would suffer through nine losing seasons. All right, Jason, I got a lot of stuff I want to get to you with. I got a lot of few, I got a couple more things I want to get to you with. Okay, you mentioned the Mike Silver article. I'm glad that you did. I pulled that yesterday, sent it to the guys. I wanted everybody to take a look at it because in that article, he brought up something that I don't think has been discussed enough. If Rodgers decides to retire before March 17th, when the window opens for his fully guaranteed $58.3 million option bonus to be exercised, and then unretired before the start of the regular season, the cap-strapped Packers would have a problem. They'd either have to pay him the bonus or owe him that same amount in base salary for 2023. And they would have to be compliant yep. by the end of the day. If not, the Packers would likely have to trade Rodgers under duress, likely to the team of his choice, or cut him. Rodgers... New team could then spread out the cap hit over four seasons by exercising the option bonus. Uh, I guess I was surprised to realize that there was this like blue pill, if you will, in the in the whole situation. Viagra? How did they let this happen? But is that a blue pill or Viagra? Well, you know, on so the know, blue, pill, blue pill and a red pill, or right? Like, isn't there? Isn't it I a believe, blue pill and a red pill? I thought it was green and well. Either way, if it's a blue pill, you keep fighting, buddy. <laughs> is it poison? <laughs> the point is. It is a I poison re- pill. Yes, yeah. thank you. I didn't yeah. realize that there was this poison pill in here where if he yeah. retires, yeah. then he could unretire. And he could he could unretire at 4.58 p.m. and then be like, good luck getting cap compliant by end of business. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, uh, I saw Mike Florio advance that theory too. That would be hardball. I mean, that would be big time. <laughs> getting good. Uh, F, you, F you very much. Ooh. Uh, that's for sure. Now, I would also say this, um, doing that, I mean, they would have to cut him, I would think, right? If under those uh, incredibly straining uh, Mm -hmm. scenarios, they would have to cut him. And maybe that's what he wants. But if he unretires the week of the opener, because that's when that window closes, uh, if he unretires somewhere close to that time, um, I don't know. Do you, I guess he's still Aaron Rodgers. Is there a but team that would now come yeah. parachuting in right. without any time right. with your team at all? That would be the downside. Right. The te- so we've talked about that before with where teams would have a deadline with which a person would have to be in, especially at the quarterback position. They'd have to be in there, in the walls of the franchise, basically like soaking up all the knowledge and getting to know the players and all of that stuff. I just don't know what that is, and I'm guessing it varies from franchise to franchise. Oh. Right, but got, look, the guy's a hall of, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, if you have a chance to get him, and he actually forces his way to get cut, and again, I have no idea if this would actually, if he's willing to go to the mattresses to this level, but if it came to that, uh, I would just say this. Somebody's still going to want him. 
He's going to be yeah. better than mm-hmm. a bunch of their other quarterback options. And if he has to learn their offense on the fly in a week to be ready for the opener, uh, he will do that. So uh, I don't think it's that much of a drawback. Jason, is the David Carr signing a huge tell? Derek. It would be huge if it was David, yeah. Yeah. Derek Carr. Does that tell us a lot? Should, that that because it sounded both of them. Because it sounded like he wanted to go to the Jets. The Jets loved him, and all of a sudden he's with the Saints. Austin Carr. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I would say this. That's, that was going to be my next one, but I figured I'd already used up enough time in my very long soliloquy. Um, I, I would say this. It, I thought the Saints were the team that he was going to end up with all along, right? That was the team that had him in for a visit and wanted to trade for him. Uh, my understanding, reading some of my Jets colleagues, is that the Jets weren't willing to make any offers contractually and get that process started because they wanted to know about Rodgers. And if I'm Derek Carr or David Carr, uh, his brother, because I'd be protective of my brother, um, I'd be like, forget you guys. Like, if I'm your backup plan for the prom, then I'm going to mm-hmm. go to somebody who wants to go with me. I'm not going to wait to see if the pretty girl that just got back from her darkness retreat wants to come aboard. I'm going to go to the team that says I'm their guy. And that's exactly what he did. Last thing for you, Jason. Let's say Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the New York Jets this fall. And Jordan Love is mm-hmm. the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers this fall. Which team makes a deeper playoff run this year? Uh, the Jets. Really? You're they not worried? They haven't been in the playoffs since 2010. But, but, but uh, yeah, you're not worried about all of those other AFC squads? I just feel like it's a tougher it's a tougher road to hoe it's in a, the it's AFC. It's definitely a tougher road. No, I definitely agree. I don't. I, I think if Jordan loves the quarterback, I don't think they make the playoffs. I'm not saying that they won't make the playoffs in 2024. Um, but, I, 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 look, again, I want to be very clear about what I think about Jordan. He He was horrible horrible his first training camp when I first laid eyes on him sitting in Lambeau field uh, all by myself with a mask on uh, watching practice. Uh, He was terrible. And in 2021, he was better in camp, but still he had a couple of good days, but mostly not very good. Last summer, he was much improved in the preseason. He showed some of the things that we all like about him and thought that he might possess. He looked really good in 10 snaps against Philadelphia. Playing quarterback in the NFL is really freaking hard. And as much as we can all ballyhoo how much he's improved, again, I am sure you're a Bears fan. I am sure there were plenty of Bears fans who thought, God, Mitch Trubisky, did you see what he did in that game? God, he was great. There's going to be those moments for Jordan. Mm -hmm. And maybe down the road, there'll be more and more and more of them. But, in his first year as the starter, Aaron Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and they went 6-10. and 10. He threw more interceptions that year than any other year in his career. I mean, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be problems. And, no, I don't think that they're a playoff team. And I think it will also be interesting if this is the road they're going to go, are they going to keep all these other guys? Did you notice that they haven't finished this restructure of David Bakhtiari that we were all expecting? Hmm. I mean, uh, that was reported like two weeks ago. I haven't seen anything about that. David's too busy tweeting at Jimmy Kimmel. So I don't know, but if if you make me pick one of those two teams, I'm picking the Jets. Jason, we appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. So glad you were able to get your chores done while you were talking to us. 
got the garbage out. It was very crunchy walking on this uh, frozen snow, but the dogs both went potty, so it's, it's a win for everybody. Win, right, win, guys. win. Sorry I talked so long. Talk to you later, Take Jason. <laughs>